Hi there, welcome to Off the Clock with Tompkins Wake. I'm Catherine Bryant, Special Counsel, and this series we're looking at in your neighbourhood. What changes are coming that might affect you and what your neighbourhood looks like? Today I'm joined by Scott Rituki, Commercial Property Partner here at Tompkins Wake. Hi Scott, thanks for joining me. Thanks Catherine, it's nice to be here. Scott, it's no secret that we've got a housing shortage in New Zealand. House prices and rents are sky high and we just don't have enough houses. The building and regulation consent system is under pressure, and the government is hoping to fix that because it has announced a review of the building consent process. So I think we are all well aware of the problems that the building industry was having in late 2021 and early 2022, difficulties in sourcing materials due to COVID, shipping holdups. So COVID was part of the problem, but how did New Zealand's building consent system contribute to that problem? My impression is the current system is creating a bottleneck and needs to be streamlined. Nearly all the building materials were in short supply, not only plasterboard, and that's the one that's at the media. The problem is that if your plans specify to have plasterboard or jib, which is actually a brand name, the builder then needs to use jib, not any generic plasterboard. If they wanted to substitute plasterboard because they can't get jib, that actually requires an alteration to the building consent. And if that substitute product is coming from overseas, each council or the industry generally through brands appraisal would need to test it to make sure it meets the building code. So, yeah, in 2021 and 22, we had this perfect storm where builders and people like me doing their home renos couldn't get their hands on the usual materials and using any substitute required a lengthy delay to change any building consent. Back in February, the industry was estimating that those delays had increased the average time it would take to build a house from five to 12 months. Yeah, because the current building consent system isn't exactly quick if you need to apply to uh, alter your building consent or quick to uh, approve new materials, as it's got. No. So the current system makes it difficult to substitute building materials, which means obviously bottlenecks when we've got supply shortages. Are there any other problems with the current system? Look, I think New Zealand has been suffering from some sort of housing-related crisis for years. We need to be able to build houses faster, but builders and property developers are struggling with the delays in most parts of the development process, and particularly in terms of building consents and waiting for building inspections. The whole process of getting consent to create a new subdivision or large-scale development is complicated and expensive. Further, councils are struggling to meet demand and obviously don't want to cut corners. No one wants a repeat of the leaky building fiasco, so it's really important that building materials and processes that we use in New Zealand are suited to our climate. And councils tend to be very risk-averse in this area because they can be liable if something goes wrong. From my understanding, it's also very costly and time-consuming to get new products approved for general use in the industry. And what that means is all of these factors slow down the current system and make it harder to get consents and harder for the people that want to build houses for them to actually do that. 
Obviously, in 21 and 22, there was a big increase in people wanting building consents, all those pandemic renovations, as well as a skyrocketing housing market. So combine that with building materials shortage and something like 80% of the building companies and homeowners surveyed were affected by these consenting delays. That's a lot of people affected. And there's certainly a lot of pressure on councils in this area, you know, to try and push through these building consents, especially when the building market's hot like it was in 2020, 2021. Everyone wants their consent as quickly as possible. What changes is the government looking at making with this review? This review, I don't think it'll be a quick fix. It's actually just a high-level review of the entire system. So there's going to be another round of consultation, but there's no specific timeframes provided in terms of the process. This review is going to look at some of the structural problems with the system, including whether the system should be overseen by councils or government or even third parties. Part of the review will consider how you might make the system more agile and responsive to changes in the building industry. It's also going to look at risk, liability and insurance in the building sector and who should bear the risk in relation to those aspects. So if we're still at the high-level review stage, it doesn't sound like this review is going to fix any of the problems with the current system. Unfortunately, I think that's right. The current system really is broken in all parts of it. You only need to look at the Auckland and Wellington CBDs, Ulster Street in Hamilton or Fenton Street in Rotorua to see that. Making the consent process a bit faster or a bit cheaper isn't going to fix the structural problems with New Zealand's housing crisis. Delays in the current system have made it worse, but the building consent system needs to change now. It doesn't really need a slow, drawn-out review. One of the biggest problems with our current system is that all consents go through the same basic process, regardless of the level of risk, complexity of the building work or the type of product. So if you want to build a high-rise apartment block, for example, you're going through the same process as if I want to build a new shed on my lifestyle block. And so we need to come up with a system that sees the building consent focus on risk and complexity so that council resources go where they're most needed and low-risk construction projects can get built much faster. So you've said that the system's broken. What other changes would you like to see? I mean, how do we fix the broken system? Is there a way to deal with the housing crisis? It's a big question. Oh, absolutely. And there's so many complexities and issues and aspects around the system. We could have sort of half a dozen podcasts talking about this, Catherine. Probably one of the big things I've seen in recent times is that New Zealand is potentially changing the way or what it is that we build from what we've done traditionally. We've moved away from a standard three-bedroom house with a garage I'd like to see a review that considered different ways of living and creating spaces for things like intergenerational families, long-term renters, shared housing with communal living spaces. At the moment, we're designing our towns and cities with more public spaces, which are needed to reflect the fact that our backyards are shrinking or, in some cases, non-existent. 
The government wants the consent system to be responsive to issues such as reducing emissions, adapting to the impacts of climate change, and using resources more sustainably. And obviously there's a part of this where, particularly in the flood-prone or coastal areas where buildings need to be more resilient to natural hazards. So we're going to need more sustainable building materials and we're going to need to do that with a better process because the current approval process is so slow. We need a more flexible system that allows innovation and encourages our industry to choose climate-friendly materials with less waste. New Zealand's housing issues are not new and we can't fix them by sort of tinkering around the edges, which I think this review, that's about all it's going to achieve, unfortunately. We need a more flexible, innovative approach to deal with real solutions and potentially one that's actually led by the people who are involved in the industry day in and day out by telling, you know, the actual answers, not lawyers sort of consulting on pieces of legislation. Absolutely. It's always the people who use this legislation who can offer us the best insights and how to fix the legislation. Scott, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, as we said, this is the In Your Neighbourhood series, looking at how your neighbourhood might change under uh, the proposed changes. Thank you for joining us. We're off the clock. <laughs>